0: This AfriCast is sponsored by EverKey. With a focus on quality materials, expert construction, and a limited lifetime warranty, EverKey's backpacks are designed to keep you going and your belongings safe. Learn more about the EverKey Atlas Backpack in this AfriCast and visit Loot and Wootwear to get your own. Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Africast. My name is Brendan Lotz, and joining me as always is Louis Monzon. What's up guys? And Robin Lichetti. How are you? Uh, fresh from Escaping Load Shedding, although we'll talk about that in a little bit. How is Dubai, Robin?
1: Uh, hot. Hot. Hot and opulent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose those are words to describe. Uh the 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 country yeah the the area (laughs) the area the region (laughs) the opulent region um right uh let's get straight into the news of the week i'm gonna kick us off for once uh city power if you're in johannesburg that's the utility who handles your electricity needs unless you get power directly from escom uh they went on the offensive this week what was that noise weird stuff happening in the office today hopefully it's not city power coming to shut us off oh no (laughs) but city power this week announced that uh, if you don't pay your bill and people in your area don't pay their bill there's not a very good chance that your power is going to come back Um, the utility said that the entity has started on an auditing process of the customer's meters and assess their vending history before dispatching a team to attend to the calls during a medium voltage outage at least 70% of the customers in that area. be paying customers. If not, our technicians will not go ahead with investigation, repairs, or restore power in those areas.
1: So, if an if area, a, a area for example, hasn't been paying, yes, as a, as a group, as a group, yeah. But I have been paying. I am now being penalised for that.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That sounds really fair. Yeah, this uh, I don't think this is gonna end well. Um in my piece regarding this, uh, I said it's probably not the best idea to put neighbors against neighbors. Yeah. Um that, that can get very, very messy and having people police. And also the thing is it's not really like public information whether you've paid your bill or not. Yeah. Um like I don't know whether my neighbors paid his electricity bill or not. I mean I could he could have no lights, but he could also be like better call souls the brother who's allergic to anything electric you know like it's just a weird thing to a weird stance to take
2: maybe they're banking on like the social pressure of it all like oh it's because of you that we don't have power
0: you know but how would I know yeah. I mean it's just uh, there could yeah. be witch hunts and stuff you this know? is the problem right so um, yeah essentially the city of Joburg has started this off um, by saying that uh, residents in arena in Johannesburg have until today the 12th of May to uh, allow city power officials to audit their meters um, and if they don't uh, should residents continue to resist the utility won't respond to calls of outages in Nature Arena from today, the 12th of May.
1: Aha, that service delivery for you? Yeah.
0: Um, Also this happening in the midst of stage 6 load shedding, which um, also kind of results in outages being extended beyond yeah. load shedding because the uh system just can't handle the surge of power that is demanded from it when the power comes back on um and the surge is probably quite quite hectic given that for four hours your geezer uh water pumps all these sorts of things are off and after four hours they obviously want power so it yeah. causes more issues
2: one thing that city power um, have explained in the past when it comes to these uh these outages you know the four hours um and then you'll notice that the power will come on and then it'll just go off quickly. Mm-hmm. They say it's because uh, a lot of the substations have little backup generated batteries. Yeah. Um, and the batteries help the system come back online. But the four-hour outages makes that the batteries can't charge enough Yeah. after they, they go off for those four hours. Ah. So basically, eventually, the batteries don't come on and the system crashes. And wow. Little, so, yeah, that's what they
0: say, at least. Okay. Well, yeah, so... Things not good in Johannesburg for electricity, especially if you live in an area where folks aren't paying electricity or paying for their electricity. Um, I don't know how successful this is going to be for city of Joburg. Um, I predict that there will people be people outside their offices uh, protesting before too long. Um, yeah,
1: this only works as a tactic if there was no logic. Yeah, because. But- People aren't getting their power anyway. Yeah. So why should they feel inclined to pay?
0: Exactly. So, yeah.
1: So people with no power. Okay, great.
0: <laughs> i mean so we already have none so yeah city power we'll have to see how this plans out or plays out rather um this is happening at the same time that the city is on a mission to upgrade its prepaid electricity meters um we've got a piece on that uh, linked to this coverage of this news from city power um that has started in earnest um but unfortunately there are 'er ne'er-do-wells who are using this um this upgrade fiesta i'm gonna call it um for their own uh less than less than um good purposes um so uh, be sure to identify that these people that are claiming to upgrade your meter are from city power before you let them into your property um and we've got uh ways to do that over on our website right um let's chat a bit about why you were in dubai this week robin
1: you know just chilling <laughs> Just just, just the, for the chin- vibes. A
0: uh, having a good chin wag yeah. with the Emirati
1: um, Yes, yeah, so actually I was there uh, I was invited by Huawei with a bunch of other South African media for an event for Middle East Africa, uh, MEA, that region, um, Huawei. We're launching a bunch of uh, flagship devices. Um, two in particular, kind of caught our interest. Um, they're launching two new flagship phones. Um, I say new, but they were launched in China a few months back um, as, I guess, Chinese exclusives. But now they're starting to make their way to other parts of the world. There was actually a European event uh, the day before the Middle East and Africa event. And Huawei is scheduled to have a South African event uh, later this month. So lots of events, lots of announcements.
0: Lots of marketing budget, it seems.
1: well, they us out there, so we ha- to go up. Okay. Um, yeah, so back to the devices themselves. There are two flagship phones. That Those are the P60 Pro and the Mate X3. The latter is a foldable device. It's uh, essentially a new design. Uh, instead of the kind of outward fold or the clamshell style we've been seeing previously, now Huawei has an inward fold. So I guess closer to what the Galaxy Z fold is. Um, and they kind of uh, blue trumpets about the fact that they are the first smartphone maker to have three different foldable designs within its lineup, which is cool, I guess.
0: Um, but I think probably the... Was somebody the- keeping track of that?
1: Huawei was, yes, apparently. Huawei. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. So um, the other phone is the P60 Pro. The P-Series, as we know, was really, really popular in South Africa. I think for a lot of people it still is, especially the light versions these days. Um, But as we know, issues with Google in the U.S. have kind of uh, seen Huawei's powers wane a little bit as far as market share is concerned. But they are bringing a new P-Series flagship. That's a P60 Pro. It comes in, uh, it's simply called black, but it has almost like a a, a sand textured glass back. It's quite nice. I'm not really describing it very well, Um, but uh, in person it looks really great. And also I have one that's called Rococo Pearl. Uh, as we all know, that's a nod to the
0: mid-1700s era. Of oh, yeah, the 1700s. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. No, I don't. We're all
1: obviously students of, like, Baroque. But,
0: yeah, of course. <laughs> um,
1: so, as mentioned, uh, it's kind of kind of and not to that style um, the design is kind of mother of pearl inspired yeah and i guess the big selling point about it is that no two phones with this design are the
2: same does that mean that the back like the back design the yeah. pattern is different every basically. single one they say but is the
1: hardware is the same yeah everything everything inside is okay the same um yeah so those are the two new phones Again, like I said, uh, at the local event, we should have more details around pricing and availability that hasn't been shared yet. I have an idea what they are, but unfortunately, uh, Huawei snipers are around, so I can't sure anything. Um, other devices that were shown off at the event, uh, Huawei have uh, two, I guess, updates as far as the notebooks are concerned. We, have, we get a new MateBook D. And a new MateBook X Pro for 2023. Mm. They have, uh, I guess, uh, upgraded a lot of the internal components. The um, the MateBook X Pro, for example, does have a, a a new, I guess, kind of design material. So the the actual body of the notebook has a new uh, feel to it, and yeah. It, those two notebooks will likely be coming to South Africa. Again, we don't have full confirmation yet, but those will be shared later this month. Um, also, we got to see some new FreeBuds 5 from Huawei. Uh, those are their latest uh, wireless earphones, as well as two tablets. Um, from what we hear, the two tablets probably won't be coming to South Africa. That's not necessarily somewhere they're focusing. As we have seen in recent years, notebooks and wearables are <clears> focus for the company. And speaking of wearables, we are going to be getting the Watch Ultimate. That's kind of their take on a, a kind of chronograph that obviously has smartphone uh, okay. Um Yeah, so it's going to be, I guess, a real uh, high-end kind of device, but it has all the, I guess, the normal tenants you see from a Huawei smartwatch, namely two weeks of battery life, yeah. which is a, a big selling point for them. And yeah, so later this month, we think next week, well, yeah, we think next week um, we'll have a local event and more details will be shared. We'll like, get pricing and availability. And yeah, it looks like Huawei wants to bring more flagship devices into the country.
0: I personally am looking forward to their first fire color that they go with. Like, you know, to emulate the first fire that man created. <laughs> Seeing as we're going further and further back in history. Now at the 1700s for Rococo Pearl. So first fire. Uh, is Huawei, I think that's, yeah, that's you know, the next one. going to be a look. <laughs> Right, Louis. What have you got for us this week?
2: Okay, so on Wednesday uh, it was evening by us, uh, but in the US it was at ten o'clock in the morning. Um, Google uh, had its I/O keynote presentation. Um, usually they use a presentation to talk about their new products. Um, last year was all about you know upgrades to translate and, and the, the, the you know the products they already had, uh, but this year the big ticket item. It was can I
0: guess? Can I guess? Okay,
2: okay, you can uh, guess. Gmail. Uh, wrong. Search. <laughs> no. Oh, man. It was it was that's AI. That's, AI. I was gonna say
1: Google Plus.
2: Uh, Google Plus. Damn. Yeah. It, it was all well. Like we, everyone was expecting it to be, you know, the Pixel and the Pixel Four. That no, it was AI. It was about AI. But we did see the fold. <laughs> At the end, there was a little bit about the fold. <laughs> Um, and oh, By the way, we got yeah. okay, the Okay, the, the fold is here. We got the fold. Uh, but it was mostly about AI. Um, uh, CEO Sundar Pichai got on stage, um, and he kind of opened up the whole thing by saying, as you may have heard, AI has had a very busy year. And and that was kind of the way he kind <laughs> of...
1: Understatement.
2: Yes. Exactly. He got... He he, he went on um, one thing that i found interesting so they have a new large language model um previously they were using their lambda model yeah um they didn't talk about lambda oh they no no lambda forget about lambda lambda was um, as you may know the model that was responsible for the barred flop yeah all right no more lambda now they have something called palm two
0: what, what about palm one
2: forget about palm one palm two <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think the whole point is like they're trying to say to investors and to their customers and whatever, like, okay, guys, forget about, you know, Microsoft got the advantage. Microsoft, yeah. they got the lead on us. But now we're, we're there, you know? We're not only there, we're palm two, you know? Like, we're ahead of the time. We're ahead of the curve. Um, and honestly, a lot of the stuff they were showing off was really cool. Um, they have a new... AI they're using Palm 2 apart from Bard well I'll get to Bard just now. Yeah. They have uh, an AI photo editor called the Magic Editor. This uses uh, Palm 2 to uh, basically without knowing how to use Photoshop, you can tell the editor uh, okay, please move uh, me out of the out of the frame of the picture and then the editor will you know, they'll use this, uh, generative AI to like move you in in the frame or Gee. you know or you can uh, highlight use a little tool to highlight uh, your your ch- your child's shoes and you can say I want uh, the shoes to be replaced with sparkly unicorn slippers and the AI will generate you know mid-journey s- style wow. slippers onto the okay. picture um, uh, that's still going to be launching later in the year um, and I think yeah, that I mean, would I mean, be
1: everything's a lie now. <laughs> that <thing's> a
2: real- <laughs> so could you imagine what that would mean for like Instagram and stuff and you know like I mean it's, it's
0: going to be crazy out there. I mean, it's already crazy out here. It. <laughs> now it's going to be even worse. Yeah, I mean, like, we're already yeah. seeing, like, um, deep fakes. And well, yeah. I've been mean, beyond that. We've seen the likes of Elon Musk saying that a video of him saying something is not, it's, it's a deep fake. Yeah. Um, which judges kind of jumped on and were like, this, this is concerning. Mm. Can't can't do this. This can't be a defense. Um, so yeah, this is very, very worrying. So Google is aware of this. Um, one of the big
2: things that uh, Pichai was kind of talking about the whole time, and it was mentioned a few times uh, by him and a bunch of executives was they're doing, they're doing it bold and responsibly, okay. right? So the responsibility part is that um, Google is launching a new about image kind of option or feature mm. where you'll be able to see, uh, well, well, Google itself as in his images um, page, it will tell you this image is generated by AI. This image has some AI elements. This image is actually a real photo. You know, I think that's how we're gonna. Ain't act. nobody gonna read
0: those.
1: Yeah, the, that's the problem because if I see some someone's Instagram, it needs to show there as well. Yeah, I mean. I right. show,
0: yeah, I mean, like people already don't read the damn article. Mm. They stop at the headline. The headline yeah. He thinks people do. soon I think I mean, people are else, gonna read what the What else can you do?
2: Put a watermark. You know, like this is the way it's gonna go, right? No. Like, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. Um, especially, with, like, for fake news and stuff. I mean, I wrote about how, the, you know, when Donald Trump, his kind of, the news that he was gonna be arrested came yeah. out, people were already generating images of him being arrested, and yeah. that weren't real. So, I, I imagine this is the way it's gonna be going forward. Um, I, if, unless, if Google's gonna do this, I imagine maybe, you know, Meta will, will start doing it on Instagram, Twitter will have a little watermark feature, Know, this image is AI actually.
0: well I mean we hope it's we hope it yeah
2: um, and then finally uh, well, I'm going to circle back to Bard, which is the big thing um, it's their search engine uh, using the, their language model um, it recently launched in um, South Africa mm-hmm. uh, you can actually go to the to, to Bard now you can, ac- uh, you can access it you can talk to it like you talk to chat Ch- GPT um, it uh, I used it a little bit yesterday it seemed from what a little I use, it seems capable. Yeah. It's okay. You know, um, I didn't try using any of the... You know, it has uh, Palm 2. <laughs> it has <sighs> a bunch of cap- new capabilities. You can do coding. You can do... Basically, it's it's just as good as Chat GPT, guys.
0: I mean, yeah. But, uh, that's what they're saying. That's what they say. It's... Uh, I use it a bit as well. I felt it was very... Um, not as... What's the word? um brash as chat gpt like i felt it was a bit more tame in its answers um what was nice though is that not every question was answered with i am a large language model therefore i can yeah yeah um i mean it's all right it's basically just regurgitating stuff though um i think adam conover from if you guys ever watched adam ruins everything Mm -hmm. uh, he's got a really good video on um AI and generative AI and these large language models and I uh, highly recommend you give it a watch if you're uh, interested in this stuff, even passingly. Yeah.
1: Does that mean that um, something like Duplex is dead in the
0: water? I mean, it's been dead for, didn't they announce that it was dead last year? I'm pretty sure they did. The AI calling AI, that, yeah, I think that's dead. I think they announced last year, not during IO, I think it was towards the end of the year. I think
2: they're, they're kind of funneling all their efforts into this uh, ChatGPT style which is
0: basically dupex so cuz if it gets good enough i'm sure you could t- message your favorite restaurant and say please book me a table and then you have AI's is booking tables for humans i
2: mean that's what they're kind of thinking about to do with bar like tools they're going to add tools no plugins you know yeah tools you could be able to order food and do this and eventually you know they want to show that that's we, we can do just as as well as they can you know come join us instead uh, speaking of that um, Search still doesn't have AI, the BARD, capabilities. Uh, they're still experimenting on it. Uh, you can now sign up to go to the testing phase of what they're calling Search Labs, which will be Google Search mm. with BARD, right? So okay. BARD now exists as just a chatbot, and they still haven't launched the, the AI in Search.
0: My, my, I, I have a wonder, though, and that is whether these... Because, um, for instance, ChatGPT has a premium tier, right? Yeah. Um, and... If you use the free tier, it's kind of kind of slow, kind of clunky. Um, I wonder if the goal is for eventually these f- premium models to be put onto the free sites. You know, the yeah. like free offering of Bing because it doesn't help if you have Chat GPT integrated into Bing. Mm-hmm. If I can't fully use it, because that kind of gives my search experience a tainted it a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure the goal there is to get you to cough up for Chat GPT mm-hmm. so that your Bing search is better. I don't know.
1: I don't think they will charge any money, Microsoft or Google, because remember, they need your eyes, your information, your inputs, because they need to teach and help this model learn as much as it can. Also, we we know that Google in particular likes to monetize search, Mm. not to to the user, but to advertisers. Mm-hmm. So, I'd, yeah, I think in the... But I mean, then case, in that... To monetize it from a user perspective.
0: And in that case, it's it's kind of stupid for advertisers, though, because you're not going to be able to trust anything because it could just be there because an advertiser paid Google to tell it's to tell ChatGPT or mm-hmm. Bard or whatever that it's, oh, it's this game, week on Google, and everything's going to be disk related. Like, oh, what is, what do I have if I have a cough and an itch and blah, blah, blah? Well, you could get a remedy at your local disk I'm sorry, discam. I'm just using you as an example. <laughs> I'm not saying that you would do stuff like this, but, no, it, but that's, that's what ultimately it, where it goes. That's
2: what, uh, what, what Bing is going to be doing eventually. Yeah, you know? They're going to start including adverts in the, in the, yeah. in the chat GPT-generated answers. Um, and it depends on how they do that, where, whether uh, it'll be obvious. That this, the first one will be an ad, right? Yeah. Whether they mix ads among you know, yeah. answers. And you know that's the concern, obviously. Um, additionally... I mean, yeah. yeah sure. right, Randy, you go. No, 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 carry on. Okay, I was going to say that uh, BARD will also be, be they're going to put it into Gmail uh, and the uh, Google Messages app so you can use it to generate emails and uh, messages in case you don't know how to talk to uh, people.
0: Okay, listen. It like listen. Grammar, it's going to be like Grammarly for email. Listen, the first moment one person sends me an AI-generated email, blocked. Blocked. I don't even care. If you're too lazy to respond to my email, blocked. Blocked. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're gonna have to mark that as all well, surely that this email was generated
0: by, by an ai as yeah as i can
1: see from what they showed off it, they
2: not, they're not
0: doing it. Mm, these companies innovating with no safeguards <laughs> can I in time, sight
1: say bold and responsible yeah, and not not for this I guess.
0: no safeguards no ethics and we're, we're continuing to push forward this is bad this is really really bad lawmakers are going to come in and try and change this by the time it's already out of hand think, just like tiktok
2: i think it's growing and changing so rapidly i mean i think the internet or at least you know google for a lot of people is just like the the gateway to the internet right yeah it's definitely gonna be changing definitely gonna be something different very soon and uh yeah we'll see what happens
0: yeah designed for 15 and 17 inch notebooks the everkey atlas backpack is suited for any traveler with a huge 32 liter capacity and segmented interior the everkey atlas backpack stores and protects all of your belongings the checkpoint friendly design is also great for those hopping through airports Find out more or get your own ever key from woodway and loot right let's get into the meat and potatoes of this africast um we're gonna run through some reviews that we've done recently um i'm gonna start us off uh with a chair yes a chair um A couple of weeks ago, I reviewed a a chair from a company called Ergo Therapy, um, which I'd never heard of before in my life. Um, They emailed us out of the blue saying, hey, would you like to review a chair? And I was kind of like, how do you review a chair? Right? Um, Because it's it's not really something that you can review. It's very much down. It's like a subjective thing, right? It's whether you're comfortable in it. Um, But, I mean, given that we've had... a a number of gaming chairs launched in South Africa and there are a number of retailers who make these sorts of chairs available we were interested to oh I was interested to sit down in a chair that claimed to be a gaming chair that was also good for your back and for like your posture um Let's start off with the bad. Um, it costs 9,900 9, Rand, which is very expensive. Um, you can customize it, so there's embroidering all over the chair that you can customize. Um, if you leave it stacked uh, s- a stock, it's Ergo-G, but you can change it to whatever you want. That comes at a cost of 500 Rand. Do you
2: have options, or can you literally
0: just tell You can literally just anything you want. Okay. There is a character options. limit. Sorry. Just nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You could, you could, you could do that. Um, I that lowers the price. Or? No, 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 no. Because that's custom. Um, uh, the material that it's made of. Uh, the frame of the chair is all plastic. It's a very thick, premium-feeling plastic, but it's still plastic nonetheless. Um, there's a gas uh, gas lift for height adjustments, and then there's myriad of adjustments. So you can adjust the uh, armrests. You can adjust the angle that the the S back uh, sits you can adjust the height obviously you can sit how far forward the actual seat is or how far back it is Um, it's very very customizable which I think is is really great for a chair like this especially given how much it costs Um, it's got a maximum weight rating of 150 kilograms um, and it's a polymer leather so it's not really leather it's polymerized leather sorry um which means it's basically like pleather it's like a plastic leather um it makes it easy enough to clean but over time i can see this starting to wear a bit um especially with daily use um and yeah overall it's a pretty good chair but Something I do want to talk about is um, the process of receiving this chair because usually we get a review product in, the product gets dropped off, we review it, and that's it. Um, but Ergotherapy actually offers an additional service. So if you're in Johannesburg or Cape Town, um, you can get an Ergotherapist, which is one of their consultants, who will come to your house and help you set up the chair. And I thought, well, I mean, seeing as this is part of the offer, we'll test it out. Um, and we had a lovely gentleman from ergotherapy meet us at our place. Um, he sat us down. Well, he looked at us while we sat down, observed us, um, made a few minor adjustments, which actually ended up helping. So certain things like having our, air, uh, our armrest or my armrest level with my desk, um, having the chair forward as in a proper way so that i was sitting up straight um and it was really really nice to sit there and have this the service provided to you as part of purchasing this chair obviously we didn't purchase it, it was provided to us for review um, but it's a, it's a really nice value add especially if you're going to be spending nine thousand rand on a chair it's nice to have a consult if you buy the chair from anywhere else in south africa uh, this consult happens over video um, and a video call with the consultant. So um, you still get the, the, uh, the experience, even though you don't get the actual one-on-one with a person. My only issue with this chair is that there's a better version a cheaper version actually it's called the net one high back also from ergo therapy yeah. and this cost two uh, seven thousand 7,590 Rand it's a larger chair it can't withstand as much weight it's only 140 grams as opposed to the ergo G Kilograms, I mean. mm-hmm. what sorry did I say grams <laughs> Sorry, it's 140 kilograms versus the 150 in the Ergo-G. Um, and it also, the NetOne highback comes with a longer warranty, seven years versus five. Mm. Um, and honestly, the Ergo-G is only there if you're a gamer who wants to customize. So if you're like a streamer. Um, Maybe
2: that's why it's so expensive. You
0: know? Yeah, but honestly, like, the net one high back looks just as good spec for spec on paper um it has the same features the same adjustments it's a little bit bigger as well so if you're a larger fella or lady um this is a this is a nice option but what i think is nice is that this is a local company that is taking their product really seriously um and yeah i think that they're high quality chairs really good quality chairs um i've never sat in herman miller so i can't really compare the two um but I think that these are really, really well-made chairs, and even though the G is a bit more expensive than the Net One high back, um, it exposes to the brand. And I think that if you're looking for a chair where you are sitting down eight to ten hours a day, um, this is well worth a consideration. I really enjoyed it, and the service from the company was great. Um, their delivery process was really, really clean, simple. Um, yeah, uh, I gave it a f- eight out of ten, and you can read more about this. We have since sent the chair back, and I will tell you, just anecdotally. My back is killing me. <laughs> Alright. Since I, that chair is gone, I've been uncomfortable sitting in my chair in my back. Well sitting in my chair at home. Yeah. Um, it, it it's definitely worth the money.
1: If that's your subtle hint for us to buy yeah. you on the side. Of it, yeah. Damn,
0: damn. Right. Uh, let's go to Louis. What what have you got for us in your recent review? Uh, I
2: was hoping to go next because it's it's not as long as a review. Um, because the, the the gadget that I reviewed is, uh, is Humble
0: Humble Simple okay you know? I like Humble yeah, and Simple it
2: is uh, so HMD Global uh, who own or uh, kind of the, they, they have the other uh, name is the Nokia yeah Nokia smartphones and tablets um, where they launched two products in South Africa the, no- the two tablets sorry in South Africa the, uh, the Nokia T10 and the T20 mm-hmm. uh, we previously reviewed the T20 and it got quite glowing reviews um, yeah, but and then Yesterday, from a very
1: handsome review. Yeah.
2: Uh, yesterday, I review. Uh, I wrote the review for the Nokia T10, which is kind of the, the more entry level of the two. The it's like the little brother. Yeah. You know? um, it's not as expensive, even though both are quite affordable. Uh, but I very much enjoyed this tablet. Um, I found that because because of its battery life, mm-hmm. it's really great. During stage six, load. Oh,
0: really? And What's the battery life like?
2: Uh, it's uh, it has a five thousand
0: two hundred and fifty mega. Whoa! Battery. So it's not uh, super crazy. But That's big, though. Big for a That's bigger than some premium smartphones.
2: Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know what it is about it. It, it just maybe because it doesn't, uh, I don't know, it doesn't go crazy with because if it's hardware or anything like that, it just lasts. It just
1: goes. I find pure Android on Nokia phones yeah. are a big reason why battery life is so good. So that probably is why.
0: It's also sorry, just to jump in here. It also seems like it's an HD um, resolution, so that's gonna that's gonna sip battery life, and then um, also. The, the processor looks like it's really low power, yeah. not in terms of performance, just in terms of like well, it's well, power draw. I'll,
2: I'll get to the performance stuff, so let me cool. break down the hardware yeah, Okay,
0: we're getting, we're getting ahead, ahead. Yeah. sorry.
2: Yeah. So um it is that uh, 8-inch has an 8-inch HD display, so it's hmm? 2080 by 800, so it's not huge. But that's good. But it's good enough to, to, to have a, a, a nice side screen interface. Yeah. Um, it only has two, it has a two camera setup. It has an ARM T6068 core processor. Only three gigabytes of RAM, which yeah. I thought was you know a little bit. Mm. Uh, Thirty two gigabytes storage space for the model we reviewed. It's
0: not the greatest, not good. Yeah. Uh,
2: but it can be expanded to 512 hmm. gigabytes with a micro SD slot, which we didn't have. Uh, obviously, with the battery, we said it only has Android twelve. Okay. And and
0: And We're currently on Android. Yeah.
2: With Android 14 going to be released later this year. It has. uh, It comes in two different uh, composition styles. Yeah. It either comes with just Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi and the SIM slot. Okay. Uh,
0: No 5G. uh, No 5G. Okay.
2: No, we're going humble.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Just check. Just
2: checking. Right. um, So I found that the screen, even though it's not an, an. um, I'm O L I'm LED screen, uh, just the basic HD. Yeah. it was really good. You know, um, when, I, when I first switched on and I was looking at it and I was like, man, you know, I don't know what it is about. just the, the Android UI and it just didn't seem like the colors weren't too vibrant. It wasn't too amazing. I was mm-hmm. kinda, you know, letting me down a little bit. And then I started streaming. If you stream yeah. in like 1080p, yeah. see you're not going to get 4K out of it. Yeah. 1080p, it's pretty damn good.
0: Okay. You know,
2: watching something on to be in bed when there's four hours <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah it's pretty damn okay yeah. you know what i mean especially for what you pay for this thing which i'll get to at the end yeah um so that was pretty good performance wise uh it, it's not you know this isn't uh, a mass monster
0: it's like an internet machine i'm guessing and it's like an
2: entertainment system yeah that's how i described it in my review you watch okay. videos you're gonna play some games uh, but it's mostly you're gonna be watching stuff it even has like a little a little scroll like um, when you get into it, it has a little button on the top left, yeah. you scroll it, and you get into the Google suite of, you know, you get to Google TV,
0: okay. you to YouTube,
2: you to watch stuff.
0: Okay, basically, basically yeah. Um, it's a content-consuming machine. Content consuming machine. Oh, you obviously okay. you
2: get into your social media. and that yeah. and that, that um, experience was okay. Nothing terrible, nothing too amazing. It was, okay, yeah. it was fine, but the streaming is great on this thing. Okay. Uh, it, the image quality is pretty good. Um, in terms of performance the the three gigabytes you're not gonna get too much out of that in terms of uh performance yeah um on geekbench 6 we got a 369 <laughs> single core testing which is very, very low, low. Uh, multi-core it shoots up to 1371. still very low but we didn't notice any like really hardcore performance issues mm. it was fine um you're not gonna get very like high performance gaming you're not gonna be managed on this mm. thing, right Um, that being said we did play for example PUBG we tested not the greatest yeah quite lots of stuttering I I recommend if you're going to play PUBG and Fortnite download if they give you the option download uh, the low spec packs texture packs Um, but we played a Bald Skate on it the classic RPG Mm -hmm. um, and it was awesome okay running at super high frame rate so choose games that aren't going to consume a lot of performance and you'll be fine um and then uh, we tested the camera out. Has, here we go. Here we go. Yep.
0: <laughs> to test the camera. Yeah, I mean, it has a camera. I
2: need to test it. Um, it only has an 8 megapixel main shooter, uh, which uh, is fine, I guess. N- uh, nowadays, a lot of smartphones, even um, low-tier smartphones, have better cameras, better yeah. cameras, much better, in fact, uh, and a 2 megapixel selfie, selfie cam. Um, it wasn't the greatest. Uh, actually, it was kind of hit and miss. Sometimes the images look good, uh, sometimes it looked kind of average, and if you zoom in a lot, uh, you, they just become sludge. They're not too great, uh, but we thought it was okay. The colors come across nicely; not too much um, enhanced, vibrance um, and stuff mm. like that. It doesn't—they're not enhanced by AI or anything like that. So okay, you get what you get. Uh, it's a passable experience in terms of camera. Um, again, the battery life. So, uh, so HMD says that um, it can, it can. You can use it on a single charge for 24 hours without having to charge it, right? That's the official statement, right? Um, We found that you occasionally use a few hours a day, Mm. right? I I got like four or five days until I had to charge
0: it. Oh, wow. It
2: it goes, it lasts, right? Um, Obviously, the more you use, the the less the battery will last, Um, but I mean, with low shedding and stuff, even though it doesn't have fast charging, so it takes maybe an hour or two to get to full, mm. um, it's it's this thing kind of was a little bit of a lifesaver, you know? Yeah. Uh, especially with the with the longer outages, I kind of ended up using it a lot to um, either watch stuff or uh, play a little bit of ball Gate in bed. It was cool, it was nice, good experience. I enjoyed it, uh, and uh, for that, and especially because it's cost 3,000 Rand, for the Wi-Fi only version and mm-hmm. three thousand two hundred rand for the Wi-Fi with the LTE SIM.
0: That's not bad. Two
1: hundred bucks extra for LTE. That's yeah.
2: great.
0: I don't think that's bad.
2: I thought uh, it's pretty damn good. And yeah. I uh, gave it a good score.
0: I think that's. I think that's great. I think like especially if you're just going to use it to watch YouTube content or surf social media. What more do you point. need?
2: You're going to be editing videos on this thing. You know? Yeah. Gonna be just w- it's going to be a little entertainment unit, a little media consumption, like you said.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I remember back in the day, um, oh, just back in the day, like nearly a decade ago now, we used to talk about, like, lap, uh, note uh, pads like this, yeah. but for notebooks or computers where it was literally just an internet machine. Mm-hmm. We used it to get on social media, send a few emails, that was it. So it's cool that we see these uh, in nice, slim, actually very decent looking yeah, tablets. Was, uh, good, right, Robin, what have you got for us?
1: More phones, my life is just <laughs> smart <phones. laughs>
0: smartphones. Smartphones, smartphones,
1: smartphones. This one came from Techno, um, Techno Mobile for some people. Uh, it's, it's a brand that we kind of got more familiar with last year. We reviewed a handful of their devices. And they have a few more slated for South Africa for 2023, one of which is the Spark 10 Pro. So uh, we got a chance to review it. Um, The device is now available to purchase in South Africa. Recommended retail price is 6,999 Rand. So it is very much, uh, I guess, for South Africa. It's Techno's flagship device. Obviously, it has other ones Mm -hmm. in other regions that are a bit better spec and stuff like that, but for all intents and purposes, it is their flagship device. Um, If you are comparing it to other options of the market, it's more, I guess, plays in the premium mid-range space. Um, So, the actual device itself, it uh, supports 4G LTE, uh, and that's gonna be important a bit later on. Uh, We'll get to that uh, in a short while. As far as looks are concerned, I think the device looks great. Especially when it comes to the actual colorway, so the review model we got was called uh, Pearl White. It had uh, some uh, some great iridescent qualities, so obviously catches. Uh, it looks different depending on how the light hits it, and um, the kind of clear generic plastic protective cover you get in the box as well doesn't hinder that at all. It uh, it, it still kind of has all those qualities, the same properties, uh, and yeah. As far as I guess a look is concerned, it's really really clean, and I really appreciated that. Uh, a lot of the time, you find, actually, with Techno itself, it's like uh, its Camon series, for example. Yeah. They, the styling went really to my, uh, what I look for yeah, in a the smartphone. They have some good yeah. Some great colors. Yeah. I found this one to be a lot cleaner, a lot more, I guess, eye catching for all the right reasons. Um, In terms of size, it's fairly large, uh, 6.8 inch full HD plus display, um, has uh, the usual things you expect to see, USB type C port, um, and uh, perhaps something a bit rarer these days, a 3.5 mm headphone jack, um, for those who aren't interested in picking up a pair of wireless earphones. In terms of the camera performance, I was really, really impressed. Uh, The primary shooter on this is a 50 megapixel wide angle option. It also has a a 0.8 megapixel depth sensing lens to kind of uh, complement it. Yeah, and and in terms of its uh, photographic capabilities, it's a solid all-rounder. Shooting outdoors in particular is quite good. Uh, If you want to kind of get those macro-esque angles, it, it does a solid job of that as well and um, i think probably the area that it's really going to impress people is in battery life so this is a pretty substantial one it's uh 5000 milliamp um, and we got uh, at least two days of full use out of it before we needed to plug it in again Um, the one area where it's i guess i don't want to say underpowered but it left us wanting more was just on the general performance Um, it is serviceable But when you start kind of frantically going through settings or switching quickly between apps and stuff like that, it does show a little bit of lag, uh, which is a little bit disappointing. We benchmarked it, and also the scores there weren't as impressive as we were hoping. Um, On Geekbench 6, it scored uh, 421 and 1,398 on the single core and multi-core scores uh, respectively. Um, To kind of put that in context, a the lesser priced TCL 20R 5G mm-hmm. that we reviewed last year performed better with in, in terms of the benchmarks. So but that's Snapdragon that Gen 1. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's uh, and, and that one for example costs 3,890 yen. So um, mm. that's a little bit of a dent against this phone. Um, and now we kind of can talk about the 5G elements. So there is a 5G model of this uh, Spark 10 Pro that's on the way. Right. And that kind of clouds my decision-making a bit because mm. I really like a lot of the elements of this phone, but if they had a 5G as well, that means that I'm future-proofing my purchase for a solid two years at least. Right. Uh, with the 4G iteration, and if I take the kind of performance into consideration as well, I'm not getting that. Right. So, uh, again, you can, there, there are so many options in the mid-range space, so you don't have to wait. You, there are similarly priced, spec 5G options in the mid-range space already, uh, specifically around Samsung's Galaxy A series. But if you are interested in techno as a brand, uh, I would say hold off and see what the Spark 10 5- Pro 5G is like. Mm because that might be a better option in the long term.
0: Are they getting a 5G version?
1: They are getting it. They don't have a specific launch date yet for South Africa,
0: but Mm. they say it is. Oh, but they do have one. Yeah. It's already like made, production. Okay, all right. It's
1: definitely coming. It's just a question of when.
0: I was worried that maybe this was the same problem that I encountered when I reviewed a Huawei phone for the first time in forever earlier this year, where it was a... A matter of that, they couldn't have 5G because they weren't allowed to buy 5G chips. No, no, so I was worried techno had fallen into the same problem.
1: On the,
0: on the US red. Uh, the, the entity list, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's really weird that we have these folks that are still making 4G phones in this price range when we have 5G phones that are cheaper and perform better. Like, why? why
1: so saturated? Yeah. Well, I was also kind of puzzled by that because it's not like, if, for example, they had no 5G model, i would say fair enough. But like, yeah. there is one coming, so, so why not just launch that?
0: I understand you're probably like trying to capitalize on the market and maybe sell but a I mean, couple of 4G are, phones.
1: There's like a there's a Spark 10C which is lower price, low. Yeah. Surely that takes care of that segment. Yeah. Anyway, I, look, I'm not paid to make these, make these decisions.
0: I, it's just, it's just bizarre to me. Like, uh, uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: yeah. Yeah, I would have advised <laughs> yeah. them differently, but hey, I'm paid to review. Yeah, review it. I'll tell you what I think.
0: Uh okay. All right. Um I suppose if you're looking for a 4G for I would honestly just say wait. Yeah. Wait. just wait like your phone that you have right now which is currently 4G is going to continue to serve you yeah the battery's probably going but just wait mm-hmm. just, just hold off and like we said this market is so saturated at the moment like just, just, just hold off there's going to be a better phone and a better price for you at some yeah. point
2: mm-hmm. I think uh, companies should really especially if they're going to launch mid-range phones in this market they need to figure out how to like differentiate themselves maybe the 5G would have been better in that department
0: yeah
1: hey
0: happy to consult anytime. yeah we are we have a rate card that's available on request um we'll definitely consult for you um and just ask the stupid questions before you release the product and yeah. then uh then we're sitting here asking the stupid questions right um that's going to wrap it up from us for this week's africast thanks once again to everkey for uh sponsoring this africast um yeah, next week we'll be back with the folks from SynTech talking about Gizu, uh, so be sure to tune in for that. Uh, from myself, Brendan Lott, cheerio from Louis Monzon. Bye, guys. And from Robin Lichetti. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Everkey's Atlas backpack is designed to last, but that doesn't mean it's uncomfortable in pursuit of longevity. With a five-point balance strap system, the Everkey Atlas can be adjusted to be as comfortable as you need it, no matter what's being carried. Extra padding on the straps makes the bag comfortable whether you're ascending mountains or fighting to the front of the boarding queue. Visit Woodware or Loot to get yours today.